From Bloomington, Indiana, welcome to Prescription for Healthcare on WFHB Community Radio, sponsored by Medicare for All Indiana. I'm Karen Greenstone, along with Dr. Rob Stone. Hello. Our guest is Dr. Mark Bauman, a physician who specialized in pathology. He practiced community medicine at Bloomington Hospital and then transitioned to full-time teaching nine years ago in the IU School of Medicine on the Bloomington campus. His undergraduate course, Healthcare in America, examines the historical development of the American healthcare system, compares it to delivery systems in other countries, and asks if we can envision a healthcare system that meets society's obligations to our fellow neighbors. Welcome, Dr. Bauman, and thank you for talking with us today on Prescription for Healthcare. Thank you, Karen and Rob, for the invitation. Let's start with why you decided to teach this course. I think the course was prompted originally by a medical meeting that I attended in 2010 in Sweden. And there was a female Belgian physician there who asked me if it's true that if in the, if in the United States a person has cancer but can't afford the treatment, do, do we just let them die? And she appeared to be a very gentle person, but it was a very harsh question. And I fumbled around with the response. And, and then that made me realize that after four years of medical school, five years of, of a residency program, an additional year of fellowship, plus a handful of years of clinical practice, I really had no understanding of how our healthcare system works. And that was the prompt that started me reading and uh, studying this whole issue. And, I've, and I wanted to share those things with other people. So that was really the impetus for the course. Students come with little or no understanding of the U.S. healthcare system, as you were just talking about. You cover a lot of information in your class. Over the semester, you talk about insurance, historical legislation, failures of legislation, healthcare systems around the world. You have guest lecturers, of which Rob has been one of your guests. Yeah. I imagine that you see the students changing as the class moves forward. Would you please comment on that? Sure. We need, uh, the first time I taught the course, I was all excited about large scale international healthcare policy. And it took a while for me to realize that students, like most of us, had a very limited understanding of some of the basics. So now uh, we begin with some definition of terms, of insurance terms, things like what is a deductible? How does that work? What is a copay? Uh, pre existing conditions. And pretty quickly, they catch on to these terms, and then they begin to realize, uh-oh, <laughs> I may have to pay $3,000 before my insurance company would pay a nickel. So that's an eye-opening experience for them. It's developing in that sense. We do go on to talk about concepts of insurance and the idea that insurance is a form of risk management. And that, of course, means paying someone else or a company to assume a risk that you, you, you yourself cannot afford to bear. And so we pay a premium, we pay a price, we pay a company money to, ins to insure us against financial disaster in the case of some adverse outcome, in this case, a, a medical illness. And then students realize that insurance companies used to be able to deny coverage to individuals because those individuals might have had what they now know as a pre-existing condition. And they catch on very quickly to the idea 
that insurance companies would cherry pick, of course, the healthy, low cost, non-costly patients and leave aside those people who needed health insurance the most. And they were they become angered by the idea that we have a system that used to at any rate, and to some extent still does, exclude people from coverage, those very people who need the coverage the most, who are the sick ones. So they gain some appreciation and some insight into how our, how our system works in that aspect. We also talk about uh, the kind of a large picture idea of the role of government in our society. And think about it in terms of how government provides goods and services that individuals themselves cannot provide. The obvious things like roads and bridges and police protection, military defense, fire protection, those type of things. And we see how other governments are very active in providing things that people can't provide for themselves, healthcare coverage, healthcare uh, services. We've they, they then further begin to understand that, well, wait a minute, the US already provides a lot of healthcare services, Medicare, Medicaid, Veterans Administration, uh, TRICARE for service members. And so they become a little less nervous about socialism and takeover of government in our system. And then when we talk to people, say, from Canada or England, or people with experience in the German, German system, they see that those systems can actually run much more efficiently, particularly a Canadian system as a single payer, or as in the United Kingdom as a, not just a single payer, but the owner uh, and employer of uh, healthcare services they can do things much more cheaply, much uh, with much less expense, and actually with better outcomes than we do here. So they begin to open up to different views on this. And they begin to question, do we, our system is so complicated, do we need such a complicated system with multiple payers, et cetera? And then I think the last thing I'll mention on this is the idea that social change is hard. We discuss the great costs and how long it took, for example, to end slavery from 1619 to 1865 officially, how difficult it was for women to get the vote. That's, that's almost inconceivable now, how long it took to gain marriage equality. So they begin to see that social change is difficult. And when we review this whole history of healthcare in the United States, they begin to also see that things we now take for granted, social security, Medicare, Medicaid, Civil Rights Act, and now to a less extent, the Affordable Care Act. Those things were just vehemently opposed by a large portion of the population and most of them barely passed through legislation. So they begin to see that the status quo serves a lot of people and makes social change very difficult. So it's a fun process to accompany students as they go through this process. That's so interesting. And, and when you started talking about how the government provides roads, and that brings up this whole idea of infrastructure, which is so much in the news right now with the Biden administration, but healthcare is so, is so much also a part of an infrastructure. And I, I hadn't really thought of that word associated with the healthcare system, but you could make that case. So Dr. Bauman, for their final project, students write a letter to the president that is peer reviewed and edited before being sent to Washington in the mail. What have you learned from your stu students during this process? 
I give them their final exam on the first day of class. I say, here's your final exam. And it's exactly as you described. Write a letter to the president that details and justifies a healthcare system uh, that covers all of our needs. What have I learned from that is that, that these students take this very seriously. And it's very encouraging. They will be in there and they, in the way they peer review their papers, their final projects, with, and they break into their small groups and they are debating back and forth about the values of this and that. And they take it wonderfully seriously and they become engaged in this process. And so I think I've learned that they have come to understand that with healthcare, it doesn't have to be a zero sum game that the advantage to one doesn't necessarily have to include a disadvantage for another. They appreciate, they become to appreciate that. And I think I see that they develop more of a sense of solidarity as a nation, which we just are not very good at in our country. This concludes part one of our interview with Dr. Mark Bauman on Prescription for Healthcare on WFHB Community Radio, sponsored by Medicare for All Indiana. Next time in part two on the second Thursday of the month, July 8th, we'll begin with Rob reading from one of the final project letters to the president from Dr. Bauman's IU class, Healthcare in America, and hearing Dr. Bauman's prescription for healthcare. For Prescription for Healthcare, this is Karen Greenstone and Dr. Rob Stone. Until next time, to your good health, everyone. To your good health. <laughs>